1: host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
2: Welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, the fan. Uh, we are at 54 donations for Drunk Saints History Season 2. Thanks to the Todd. He won the Saints Fantasy League, Andrew, and he donated his winnings to Drunk Saints History Season 2. The Todd Newberg? What? Yeah, the Todd Newberg. He won. He won. He his winnings? He won the he won the man's the man's league and donated.
0: Uh, you're the man, Todd. And Has donated, donated the all bodhi, of it. The he donated All of it,
2: all of it, except for his entry fee for next year. So, like that was six donations right there. So we're at fifty four, fifty five. As I just see another one coming John,
0: up. Johnny Utah would be proud.
2: So we're at. 45. I knew I I knew I always liked that Todd Newberg. Forty five, forty five donations away from Drunk Saints Season 2. We got a topic list. We got bonus shows. You want to do it, do it for yourself. It's a gift that'll give... It's like a Jelly of the Month Club. It's a gift that gives all year long. Uh, so, the Saints ended New Year's Eve on a bummer by losing to fucking Tampa Bay. Um,
0: <laughs> Your cat really disapproved yeah, that game of that
2: They lost 31 to... What was it? 24, right?
1: Uh,
0: yep.
2: Uh... And I have to say, I wasn't that broken up about it because I knew Atlanta was winning, and the Rams were losing. So, I mean, I was mad because they lost, and you wanted to end on a high note, twelve and four, and feel good about winning, and everybody's happy they're getting the t-shirts and in the, in the locker rooms all cheery. Well, the Rams,
0: the Ram, If we lost, then the Rams game was irrelevant.
2: Yeah. So, so the,
0: I
1: got my T-shirt and my hat. I bought it. I'm waiting for it. To so, be
2: delivered. I mean, I'll start with, with you, Dave. I'm not broken up. Like like we'll get to the game in a minute, but like being the four seed, like against Carolina, it's, I didn't want Atlanta, like Carolina, the Rams win Saturday night. You, go, you Saints win Sunday. You go to Philadelphia. Like, it's not the, like, like I wasn't like th- punching walls and throwing shit. I was like, eh, like, it, like I didn't feel anything. About
3: the
1: loss. Well, I mean, you guys both know that I was pissed off after the game because I was you, texting you. You were. Um, he was angry. Did you have money yeah. on the game? And you uh, were, I, and you I, were I was like,
0: pissed off, too.
1: Yeah, Andrew Andrew was feeling me. Ralph was like, yeah, I'm not upset about it, which made me angrier. Yeah. Which made me fucking <laughs> angrier, Ralph. <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, uh, look, seriously, I, I, was, I was. I was pissed off, and it wasn't because of the seating. I, I, I could care less about that, really, to be honest with you, because you never know how it's going to play out. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, it does a matter. Game, no, ha- having a home game, having a home game matters. Uh, three being the difference between three and three and four was 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 negligible to me. But obviously, being four I and five, disagree. yes. Well, I anyway, disagree. anyway, anyway. But yes, we knew that that the, that the Panthers were going to lose uh, at that point anyway. So we we everything was fine. But yes, I was pissed off because I. It's annoying to end the season like this and to lose it like that to Jameis Winston and the Buccaneers, to lose it to a 4-11 and team, uh, to lose it to a team, regardless of their record, to lose any game to any team when you have three interceptions, uh, should not be happening. And it really pissed me off. And But I will say that, um, believe it or not, and I'm sure you probably won't, but, you know, Kevin chimed in on that text message as the voice of reason and said... Uh, you know, in 2009 season ended with uh, three terrible losses, uh, and well, look what happened. Two terrible here. losses in a buy
2: kind of they, they well, forfeited. Yeah, it. right. True. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, one uh, of those losses was to the Bucks. That
1: loss to
2: a Tampa. Terrible two thousand That was an awful fucking loss to Tampa. Right.
1: So, so you know what? I said, you know what? You're right. And then I thought about it some more, and I said, you know what? And this at least means, you know, that then that they won't be complacent as we get into the playoffs, and maybe they'll be a little bit hungrier, and maybe they'll realize, you know, you can't, not, not, it's not going to be given to you, even three turnovers, uh, you still need to play all out, so uh, at the end of the day, actually, I wound up being okay with it. It kind of did ruin the, my New Year's Eve, I mean, come on, it was New Year's Eve, the game ended at like 7 o'clock, we left right after that to go to a party with friends and have a good time, and it was kind of yeah. like, it kind of fucking puts a little you know, who's staying on the whole night, but whatever. <laughs> Andrew, you, yep. or you,
2: or you think the seeding matters. So, so make your case that the seeding matters.
0: Well, I just think as vulnerable right now as the Eagles are, if in, and, and every, all the scenarios that people conjure up have the Eagles losing because Nick Foles is their quarterback. I'm not sure i buy that. I mean, they're, they're still a really good team. They're still playing at home, but assuming they lose the three seed could, if it's the three versus the four, like if you're assuming we're going to go on the road and beat the Vikings then we would be host or or if if you know if the other if the Rams beat the Vikings then the Saints would host so like it, it's just one more team that they could host against in the NFC championship Here's like a, now now the only way the Saints can host is if the Falcons go to, to the NFC I championship.
2: like that they, I like the way it worked out for the Saints because one I didn't want to play Atlanta a third time I just didn't want to deal with the stress of having to play atlanta in a playoff game but Which sec- is fair but second of all i just feel like uh, not that panthers are any less stressful in my opinion no i mean the, pa- the panthers loss would be horrible atlanta loss would just make this season you would you will not remember this season as fondly if they lose to atlanta in a home playoff game but but my thing yeah. is i wanted to avoid atlanta in a playoff game because i think they're that's a tougher matchup than Carolina I think Carolina is a better matchup for the Saints and I want to and I want to avoid Minnesota for as long as possible because I just want the season to go on longer and I think Minnesota is a fucking terrible matchup for the Saints so if the season you're,
0: you're I mean that's like Dave you weren't around in the 90s but like when the Saints had never won a playoff game and we had a home playoff game against the Falcons in the 90s and like I just remember like We were like, holy shit, we're going to win our first playoff game ever, and it's going to be against the Falcons. And the Saints started that game really well. And then when they ended up losing, like I just can't describe how horrible that feeling was. It was horrible because – it was the worst. Dude, like it was, MC the, like the worst. Hammer was on the I'm sideline still, for Atlanta. They I'm were they were starved, yucking it up yeah. too legit to quit. Like I'm still from that experience, th- like as a fan. It's it, the, it was horrible.
2: It that experience to me, and people think I'm crazy. That experience to me in '91, losing to Atlanta, is worse than 2011 to San Francisco.
0: But it was yeah, and it, but it was even worse back then because we had never yeah. won a playoff game, and we were so close to finally doing it. And like, so like, I just don't think. So now, like, if the Saints were to lose to the Falcons again and not avenge that loss, like, I think it's... This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
3: We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is... The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
0: Bad for people like you and me who, like, were big Saints fans in the 90s, and, like, our older listeners would, would feel that too. But, like, I'm not sure, like, Dave or, like, some of the new fans that, like, started in 2006 after Katrina or whatever, like I'm not sure like it's that much worse losing to the Falcons versus losing to Cam Newton. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you, but I'm just saying like, like I'm just saying Dave's perspective. I mean, Dave, yeah, no. you can speak for yourself, but like I just think that's for like old school Saints fans. I'm not sure like, the, I think the, pa- the Panthers would be just as bad for like newer Saints fans.
2: Yeah, I mean, it'll be pretty bad, because Cam Newton would shit all... If, if the Panthers win, Cam Newton's going to have to be awesome, and you're going to have to watch him dab and Superman and all that shit. Dave.
0: Yeah, it'd be horrible. So I don't know, would, it, would, would Atlanta be much, much worse for you, Dave? Uh, At losing. It
1: would, it would be, yeah, it would be worse, it would be worse. It would, it would yeah. be, uh, you know, it's a double-edged sword, because it, it's more exciting, and the the week the build-up right. that week is, you know, uh, way more intense. But uh, at the same time, the state, that means the stakes are high. Are so that's higher.
0: the thing. That's the flip side of that coin. If we beat the Falcons in the playoffs, like it's almost like it doesn't matter what happens after that. Like the season's a success.
2: They, yeah, that's true. Literally. That's they right. could not. They could just be like, we declare ourselves champions and just like close it up and we'd be like, cool, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so as to the actual game Sunday, um. The Saints' defense, Andrew, they sucked balls on third down, and they went from 38%. Tampa finished 13 of 18, 72% on third down, and the Saints' third down defense went from 38.5% to allowing 41.5%. Like, it changed 3%. Which is a huge wow. swing of their third yeah. down defense because they were so fucking terrible. Was it this late
1: in the season? It's like it's like trying to raise your GPA yeah, in senior
2: year. You, know, you can't fucking do it. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's already embedded
1: in there. Yeah,
2: so that's what makes. It, so my question to you, Andrew was: was Saturday, was Sunday just like a freak occurrence, and they're not going to be that bad again? Because Tampa was actually the best third down team in the NFL the last five weeks of the year. Was it an aberration? Or is this something where the Saints are beat up at linebacker, they're beat up at defensive end, and this defense is starting to kind of crumble?
0: Uh, I thought the pass rush was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, I also think it's tough, man, because you just are coming off the emotional high of giving it your all against the Falcons, winning at home, and you go on the road, and Tampa, you're not really sure how they're going to play because, it's they Christmas just have their guts too. ripped you know, out. It's Christmas and week. And you could say, I got to
2: stay focused and all that, but they're people, you know?
0: No, totally. And, like, I, I just think, like, when you go on the road and you're, like, kind of scoreboard watching because if Carolina loses, it, it doesn't matter that much. And, and you're playing the Tampa, and Tampa's ready to go on vacation. And the last thing an NFL player wants is, if they're not injured, to have to rehab an injury because something happened in week seven. Oh,
2: totally. So, like,
0: you know, like, a lot of guys are protecting their bodies. And for the Saints, I just think it's, like, they're thinking about the playoffs. They already know they're in. So, like, they don't really want to get injured going into the playoffs and miss the game. So, like, I I just think – I'm not saying, like, they played at half speed or anything, but I just think at times when you think you're going to win, like, you let your – and we saw this in the Jets game, too. I think sometimes – You let your foot off the gas pedal a little bit and you just hope that kind of going through the motions is gonna be enough to win the game. And honestly, I mean a lot of fluke things had to happen for the Saints to lose. Like, first of all, the fake field goal I thought was ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. just, Just kick just kick the field goal. Like, that's the kind of shit you do when you're not sure you can beat a team. Like the Saints can beat the Bucks playing straight up, and they shouldn't be doing razzle dazzle. And even if it's
2: the great, even if it's the greatest fake field goal in the history of fucking man, you save that shit for when you're on the road at Minnesota in the not third the quarter and it. you're down ten and you need to get jump started in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: and, and it's not like Will Lutz can't make it from there. In fact, a couple possessions later, he hit it from the exact same spot. So like, it wasn't a capability thing, and it was like fourth and seven, so like the distance was too much and. I hated that call. I thought that was terrible, and they almost got Lutz like injured for the year. I, I thought mean, he was dead. He got annihilated. yeah. So, you know, that was stupid. The Tommy Lee Lewis fumble was atrocious. It's like there were those two things, and then, you know, on top of that, there was the Gin miss. You know, where if they connect there, the Saints probably win the game. So, like, I just feel like a lot of weird stuff had to happen, and. <laughs> that allowed the bucks to kind of get away with making a ridiculous play at the end of the game to I win i feel like and if like,
2: one of those two things does if one of those two things doesn't happen saints win like if he, if tommy yeah. lewis doesn't fumble the punt or he hits ted Ginn on the bomb like just pick one of them
0: oh one of them yeah yeah and and i mean i thought the lsu game was very similar i mean i just felt like it was clear who was the better team but they just kept the, the around. team hanging around. Yeah, they were dicking around. And then at the very end, an athlete just makes a ridiculous play and with a game in the balance, and, and it flips the switch. And that's how football goes sometimes. And that's why you can't dick around with teams like that when you're better than them, and you just need to put them away. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I kind of felt like the loss was a fluke a little bit.
2: Dave, I feel like that Kamara kickoff return because the Saints lost and everybody was kind of down, like, that was one of the cool plays of 2017. Like it's a top, I think it's like a top three play. The dude went 106 yards, Saints record by the way, and he looked like he was going three quarter speed, and he faked this kneel down, like top five. Yeah, the
1: top. The fake was the fake was cool. Uh, was it a top five play? Yeah, maybe only because it's so rare these days because it's been like however many years. When was the last time they? 2009.
0: Kind of Co- yeah. Co- yeah. Co- were, you, were you guys like, were you guys screaming at Kamara like, no, 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 what are you doing? Stop! Yes, and then, <laughs> and like, and then you see it's going all the way, and you're like, just, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
2: dude is fucking jogging.
1: But I mean, like, uh, it's yeah. not, it can't He's top still, the butt. But like, like I said, we're, we're we're 16 games into the season, and uh, we still haven't seen his top speed yet.
2: Yeah, like it's, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, Andrew, Kamara on and Ponce now because Tommy Lee is. Ixnay, come on and punt too.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's way more dangerous.
2: Well, if you can't, but but who do you who either one of you jump in? Who if you, you, you still put Tommy Lee I, back I feel there?
0: Like, I feel like Tommy Lee has been pretty good. I mean, I, I give him a pass on that one because like the last five weeks he has been good returning punts.
2: And he wasn't like sloppy. You could see him. He was like trying to protect the ball. The dude for Tampa. He had right? two
0: hands on it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um. Here's an interesting here's an interesting question. Uh, and they, but was, just, but
0: just next time in that situation, call a fucking Yeah, fair like catch you're inside, and let it go.
2: Like yeah, like you're. Yeah. There's no reason to even catch that ball. So here's a question I want both of you to answer, and I'll start with you, Dave. I feel like we touched on a little earlier the, the bomb that Drew Brees missed to take in, but I feel like as you watch the whole season for the Saints, like because they're not great on third down, like. They're reliant on power running and big plays. And when they miss a fucking big play, like they missed again, like it's magnified a thousand percent. Like it's not years before you'd be like, ah, they missed a big play. They'll get another shot. But like now, when they get those big plays, they've got to hit them. And my question to you, Dave, is are they too reliant on the big play? And is it a sort of a problem in the playoffs, you think? Dave, you there?
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I uh, I, I do think they rely on the big play a lot because they don't have a big guy tight end like they used to have. Um, They kind of they're just offense isn't necessarily as good as it's always been. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not as explosive as they've always been. They do a lot of dinking and dunking. I think that's part of the reason why Drew Brees finished the season at a record 72 percent, because they're throwing a lot of high percentage short stuff. Um, And they're only going for the big play. You know, they're they're taking their shots and picking their times. And like you said, if if you don't hit on those, uh, it's going to be a long day. Andrew?
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean I, I think it's tough sledding on third downs. I think everything else, you know, is working okay. I mean they're they're hitting some big plays, they're running the football, though not as well the last few weeks. But um yeah, I I just think the offensive line has got to get healthy. And I mean that's part of it. Um, you know, this team is what it is, but I think if Armstead's in there um and you're not having to play Laribius, you know, then I think, you know, at least at least it, you're going to be the best you can be with what you have for the rest of the season. Um, you know, I mean, I hate to say, I, I don't know that Fleener was giving this team much before he got injured, um, but it's certainly worse without him. You well, know, he could. The
2: thing is, with Fleener, you knew he could. He didn't do it a lot, but you knew it was somewhere deep in there.
0: Yeah, um, now they have no one. Yeah, now, now it's they, not they, even... Like Josh Hill,
2: it's not, it's not happening. You
0: know? Right. Well, I agree.
2: And that's that's the problem. So... Um, so, um, the injuries that the Saints have had, Dave, uh, are you, are you worried that it's, that it's too many at linebacker and defensive end?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I, they've played pretty well at linebacker for having AJ Klein out and Craig Robinson got a
2: million dollar bonus.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, Robertson has been playing pretty well. Manti Teo, obviously, uh, last week, prior to this week, uh, had a great game. You know, uh, they, they make it work. I mean, is it great? No. Uh, would it be better if we had um, Okafor back and A.J. Klein back and Kenny Vaccaro back? Uh, yeah, absolutely. But um, it's,
0: They missed Kenny Vaccaro in that game, I thought.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the good news is we this year we are a lot deeper team, and I think I think that's a huge reason why we've been so successful.
2: Yeah, I, um, I guess if, if how, Andrew, how worried should we be if if arms if, if, if Armstead and Kalimati Kalimati got hurt against Tampa? So if they both We came get, back though. So if if Armstead can't go, and let's assume Calamari can, but if Armstead can't go, how concerned are you about the offensive line?
0: Uh, I'm concerned for sure. I mean, I I, I don't think they're incapable, um, but I, I just think it's a it's a it's a drop off for sure. I mean, I'd be I'd be worried.
2: I mean, they did okay week three when they didn't have Armstead. So
0: yeah, I mean, I uh, I mean, it's not like they can't win yeah I'll put you know, that way yeah you know, they they have put up thirty on uh over thirty on the panthers twice as good as that defense is um they seem now granted they had a couple pick six or they they had a bunch of picks in one game, but um you know, I just feel like offensively they it seems like they know how to attack this defense as good as it is,
2: yeah, that's what I was gonna get to next i mean uh. Andrew, we were talking about this uh, earlier today, and uh, you, I thought I was really tired of it's hard to beat a, a team three times, but you are really.
1: Oh god! Fucking don't get me tired. started on
2: you, you. Were really tired of this. All right,
1: well, this would be the third podcast in a row where you go into this diatribe.
0: All right, you know what? Fucking you—you you got me started on this, so I, you guys take a back seat. We're going to talk about this. All right. God damn it! We
1: know <laughs> it's impossible. no, dude.
0: No, no, you don't know. Okay. You, you, like, who, who are you going to pick, first of all? Like, If we're going to concede here that the playoffs are hard, would you rather play a team that you've beaten consistently or the field? Which one would you pick? It's the stupidest thing. The Saints have won seven times in a row at home. Seven. One of those teams they beat out of the seven was the Panthers. But they should probably just forfeit the game. <laughs> because beating a team three times is really hard. You know they outscored the Panthers sixty-five to thirty-four, Ralph. Sixty-five to thirty-four in two games. Cam failed to throw for two hundred yards in either game. He was sacked six times. He threw three picks. He fumbled twice. This is the same Cam Newton that since being MVP, he was twenty fourth. Of 32 qualifying quarterbacks this year in rating. He's 24 he started, of
2: 32. He started 0 for 8 against Atlanta. 0 for fucking 8.
0: He, he was 24 of 32 in, of qualifying quarterbacks, which was way better than last year when he was 28th <laughs> of 30. <laughs> he, he's seriously one of the worst quarterbacks in the league since winning the MVP. Um, so, so, so get this. Hold on. A team that has swept... Another team in the NFL and then had to play them in the playoffs has won 13 of 20. That's 65%. So you're telling me that it's really hard to beat a team three times when the team that's lost twice only wins the third time 35% of the time. You know how many? So the average home team. So you're saying there's a chance. The average home team in the NFL wins 58% of the time. If you go to the playoffs it jumps up to 67% of the time. So, if you're winning 65% of the time if you've swept a team, that is equal to how much a team wins at home. And most of not all of those games were home teams. So like it's no different than a home playoff game, like a home regular playoff game if you're going by numbers. It it's it's stupid. It's I mean, imagine like saying this in any other sport. It's the dumbest thing. Like imagine in the NBA, the Pelicans, who, who suck, by the way, <laughs> and they're, they're playing the Warriors. And let's just say they get housed, Ralph, four games by the Warriors. Housed, all right? And then you're looking at a one versus eight seed. I know the Rockets are in first place, but whatever. Let's just, for the sake of the argument, let's, Steph Curry, can you imagine the media? Can you imagine the guy that's calling the game, that's saying like, oh, the Pelicans have gotten creamed four times by the Warriors. I think they got their number in the playoffs <laughs> one be, versus eight. Yeah. No, I mean, can you imagine, like, Roger Federer <laughs> beating a dude seven times in a row, playing him in the first round of the U.S. Open, and Chris Fowler or Patrick McEnroe saying, I, I think this guy's got fed this time.
2: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think got, it's really hard to beat
0: a dude. It's the, it's the worst take. It's an awful sports take. It, it's worse than someone saying that Trent Dilfer is better than Dan Marino because he won a Super oh Bowl. Oh, it's God. It, it's, it's not like, don't make it this mysterious random sports fact.
2: Yeah, it, it's it, not. And and in the playoffs, the team that the the team that won the first two, it's happened twenty times. The team that won the first two won the third thirteen of the twenty times. So um,
0: it's not a thing. It's know. just not.
2: So uh, before we get to the the actual Saints Carolina game, it's but
0: little it's little really bit. hard, Ralph. The Saints <laughs> team, they, they should they shouldn't even play the game, Dave. It's really hard to beat a team three <laughs> yeah, times.
2: It is, Dave uh Peyton Sean Payton was salty after that game man with Dirk Cutter he was salty Ooh. Did you see did you see the handshake
1: Yeah I saw it I thought that they were like uh like being nice to each other and Wait, like joking get, with each other Did
0: you not see the uh there was footage
1: oh, Dirk like, Cutter was uh, like what the fuck uh,
0: of them talking like did you not see that
1: yeah, I, um, after the game, after the game, when they ran out onto the field and shook hands, they shook hands and like they were like slapping each other on the shoulders and saying something. Yeah, to but each other. there,
0: yeah, but that. there was on on Twitter, there was like a, a video like closer to the field of them, and you could like pick up what they were saying. Yeah, Did you oh no, what,
1: what what was said? I, so I like,
0: so like, Cutter at first says good luck to you, and Sean Payton says. Yeah, good luck to you or whatever. And like, Sean, and, and then like Sean Payton tries to walk away quickly, and right. Dirk Cutter like kind of grabs his hand and pulls him in. So like Sean Payton hits him on the chest, which he had done last time when they played after he was all pissed off about Mike Evans. And so then they start slapping each other in the chest, and like they start Sean Payton starts to be like, "We'll be playing." It sounds like he says, "We'll be playing." kind of like inferring that like, Hey, we're going to the playoffs. You're going home. And so like, it gets kind of awkward, but then like cutter tries to call him back over. And so then like Sean Payton tries to explain, like, here's the thing. And like, I think he was alluding to like the fact that they were hitting each other in the chest, like, like they did last time. And he was like, I was really pissed off last time. And he tries to start explaining it. And then cutter says something that you can't really pick up. And then Sean Payton just storms off. Yeah. And then and then Cutter's like, What the hell, man? Like I'm just trying to like tell you good luck. Yeah. So like you could tell that Cutter was like trying to make amends, but it was just awkward Yeah, and
2: yeah I think Cutter was trying to like make amends about the previous game where he was like, I didn't see it, Sean, you know, but like Sean Payton wasn't having it. Like
3: Sean Payton's yeah. kind
2: of a dick. I mean, he's our yeah. guy and we like we like him 'cause he wins and it's fun. But he's kind of a dick. I mean it's what the Saints But you know one thing <laughs> it's what I realized.
0: I don't know that, I mean, I guess it's obvious now that I think about it, but like, I was seeing a lot of comments on Twitter, and it just made me realize how much Sean Payton is hated by opposing, like just NFL fans in general, oh, non-Saints fans. Oh, he, he is very disliked.
2: He is, people think he's an asshole and a jerk. Yes. He's jerk face. It's kind of a jerk, I mean, it was kind of a jerk move. Like I guess
0: he comes off pretty arrogant. He does. And, yeah.
2: He does. Um,
0: it kind of surprises me because, like in New Orleans, you know, we, we love him, like we just like him so much, you know. But so I, I guess I've just never really put myself from the perspective of an, of an opposing fan. But like, you know, he like I just feel like other fans talk about him like we talk about Pete Carroll.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Well, He's not a truther, right, Dave?
0: He's not a truther, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, who who would you say is the coach we hate the most?
2: Dave, who was the
1: coach you hate the most?
0: Uh, who was the
1: coach? I hate the most. Oh, um, what's his? yeah, Pete Carroll? Totally, totally, Pete Carroll. Um, all right, so we have some questions. Gum chewing, smug son of a bitch. <laughs> his team. I team. mean, you you
0: know you know he he gets hatred kind of like Lane Kiffin. Yeah, he does. Yeah. On Twitter,
2: he does. He does and he's got the he's got the bounty gate and different things. Um, yeah. All right. So um here is a good here's a good question from Brian. Um if you could pick one Saints player to have the three greatest game of his life. Three greatest greatest games of his life. Who would you pick? Dave, you go first. I love this question.
1: <clears throat> Wait. Say the question again.
2: If you could pick one Saints player to have the three greatest games of his life the next three weeks, who would it be?
1: But you can only pick one. Drew Brees, for sure. He has the greatest games of Only because Drew Brees has already put together an incredible resume of games. So if he's going to have the three greatest games of his life, then they're going to be like
0: arguably seven touchdowns. Yeah, then (laughs)
1: they (laughs) they would have to be arguably the greatest three games a quarterback in the NFL has ever played, so I'm going to say Drew Breeze. Andrew?
0: Yeah, I mean, while I'm with you in theory, Dave, if Brees is putting up absurd stat lines, that means we're throwing a ton, and that could mean the defense is giving up a lot. I mean, I don't know that I would want to be in shootout games, um, although with the quarterbacks we're facing, I don't know that they can put up stat lines like that, so, I mean, Breeze is a good call, but if I was to pick someone else, um. Hmm. I would probably pick Michael Thomas just because then it would make Brian have to shut up and, and make that he's a number 1 tier 1 receiver.
2: What's Michael Thomas's best game yardage wise?
0: Like and He's he's put up like 10 for 180 against the Falcons I feel like a couple times.
2: Yeah. Um, if I had to pick one guy, I mean, Dave makes a great argument with Brees because if, like, he has a seven-touchdown, no-interception game, like, if he has the greatest three greatest games of his life, like, it's probably fine. That's fun. probably
0: the obvious answer, yeah. But the thing is... The thing is, like, if Cam Jordan has, like, four sacks, like, it doesn't guarantee a win, you yeah, know? Yeah,
2: but, like, Drew Brees put up 404 against Seattle in Seattle with two touchdowns and no picks, and they lost. So, like... He could, in theory, be awesome, like an awesome stat line, and it could be empty calories because they're chasing. The guy who I would pick that if he has the three best games of his life, I would almost guarantee you the Saints are going to the Super Bowl, is Mark Ingram. Because if he has the greatest games of his life, you're talking 150 yards plus, and if he's having a great game, it wouldn't include fumbles. He's not going to go for 180 yards and two fumbles, because Sean Payton would bench him after the second one, right? So, like, right. if... I mean, to me, I thought about Willie Sneed, because if Willie Sneed is awesome, they're probably better on third down, but if Mark... If Mark... Ing- like, if Mark Ingram goes for... If you told me Mark Ingram's stat line for Carolina is 22 for a buck 75 and two, like, I would bet my paycheck that the Saints would fucking win that game and cover. Like, you... Yeah. Like, like, how can you... Con- con- explain to me a scenario where where Mark Ingram goes for 175 and two scores and the Saints don't win the game. Like,
0: no, I'm with you. That's a good answer. I, I thought about Will Lutz too, but I don't really want the Saints settling for field goals. <laughs> so, so one other answer I could give is like Sheldon Rankin. Cause uh, like if there's a defensive tackle that has the best game of his life, then that, I mean, that means he's just wrecking the interior. Yeah. And so that, that would be one that would be kind of fun
2: uh this is interesting uh Andrew has Manti Teo played himself into a long-term contract he's got one more year on the deal it was two I,
0: years. I, uh he didn't sign a three-year deal no
2: it was two it was two years two, five, year. two years five million
0: yeah I mean we'll see how he does next year but I think you know he's made it through the year healthy and you need depth at linebacker um and you know next year I think they'll want to pick up at least one more linebacker, but you know, you've got Anzalone coming back who has an injury history and Klein mm-hmm. couldn't make it through his first year starting healthy. Um so you need depth there. Um I would definitely want him back. Yeah, he's played well.
2: Yeah, I mean he's been he's been great. I mean, and the thing is now with like him and Klein, you can really um you could really see it and be like, you know, next year they're probably not like either of them probably aren't going to play 16 games right so you can like next year at linebacker you'd be like okay we're okay because if one of them gets ding which they will we'll, we'll be all right so you know
0: you know i've got to say like him and robertson may not be the fastest guys but brian harps all the time brian pavic always harps on how like how slow they are and he likes to rip on those guys but I, I think they've been tremendous in coverage. Like, they, they get their hand... I mean, sometimes they get beat, and it's a speed thing, but, like, they have really good instincts, and they've gotten their hands on a, both of those guys. gotten their hands on a lot of balls, and Teo has narrowly missed several interceptions yeah. he's a, and, he's good. He's Robertson's a, had a couple. He's an honorary uh,
2: no-catching motherfucker, Teo.
0: Yeah, he is. But, but I mean, I've been impressed by how they've gotten in throwing lanes and, and gotten their hands, both of those guys, on balls.
2: Yeah, I just think Robertson has really good instincts, kind of like Sammy Knight. He couldn't run really fast, but he just had instincts and could get where he needed to get on time. All right. That's a good comparison. <coughs> so... Dave, the Saints are a six and a half point favorite, six in some places, uh, this Sunday against Carolina, three forty. Um, by the way, that's
0: I'm, a lot for the playoffs.
2: That is high for the playoffs, especially this game. I was surprised, but I, I'm you all,
0: know why? You know why it's so high? Because the Saints have beaten them <laughs> thirty, four and two games, and
2: they have to. The Vegas has to get movement on the. If 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 I you're right, if if it was like four and a half, people would have bet it up to six. Uh, because
0: Vegas doesn't buy into the stupid notion that it's really hard to beat it three no, times. They're, this, looking at, they're looking at the two box scores and saying, the Saints fucking own the Panthers, the, they're going to win big. In
2: the Vegas power rankings, the Saints are number two behind New England. Wow. And so, basically that means...
0: Especially and, at home, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, basically that means the Saints would be a favored or, or a pick em against any team besides New England uh, at a neutral site.
0: I really think this is the most wide open NFC playoffs I have ever seen in my life. I really think one through six, anyone could win. Anyone could be in the Super Bowl. I include the Falcons and Panthers in that statement. I really think it's, it's wide freaking open.
2: Dave, do you agree and, with that? I, I, that's, a, and that's an interesting point. You, yeah, I do. You, more wide open the opposite of the AFC. Well, the AFC is... Because it's
0: going to be Pittsburgh
1: and, and New England. The AFC yeah. is
2: so trash. It is just – I mean, those games, man, Kansas City and Buffalo or, you know, Jacksonville. You know, Buffalo is going to be playing Marcus Murphy at running back, which is
1: just – I remember
0: him.
2: Yeah, he's going to be playing. He's going to get 10 carries because LaShawn McCoy's is not going to be able to go. But
0: um, – He's starting?
2: Well, I mean, if LaShawn McCoy can't go, it's going to be him and Tolbert. Oh, wow. That's But, Dave, I'm before we get to the, the game – I'm really excited that the Saints playoff game is last. Because the thing is, if the playoff game is first then you lose, you don't give a shit about the rest of them. But since it's last, you can watch all the other ones and really enjoy them, especially Atlanta Saturday night. Hopefully they'll lose to the Rams. But, so I'm happy about that. But, Dave, Saints are six or six-and-a-half point favorite, depending on where you see it. Uh, who do you got, and who's the MVP?
0: Start with, start with Andrew.
2: <laughs> all right, Andrew, who you got?
0: For the Saints game?
2: Yeah, six Saints, six oh. and a half point favorite. Who you got?
0: Oh, I, I think the Saints will win big. Um, I, I think um, I think they're gonna play well. I think they're embarrassed about how things went against the Bucks. It's gonna leave a bad taste in their mouth. I think they're gonna have a good plan. I think they're gonna play like their life depends on it. I think the stadium. And if you're going, if you're listening to this and you're going to this game. I mean you've got to give the same effort you gave against Atlanta. I'm talking every snap, first down, second down, first quarter, after halftime in the third quarter, I mean the whole game. By the way, I, know, got a, I got playoff playoff. I got an email I
2: got email from a social media guy for the NFL Ticket Exchange and he laid out a bunch of stat, stats. This is the cheapest Saints playoff ticket. Uh this is cheap. supposedly he said it's cheaper than 2011 for the Detroit game, which that's the secondary market so that could just mean that a lot of the saint season ticket holders uh don't want to sell their tickets and they go i don't i don't necessarily think that just because it's the 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 secondary market is soft for the playoff game doesn't mean that there's not going to be a shit ton of people and it's going to be crazy loud i i think sunday 340 makes it probably people will be drunker you think i think that's a
0: good absolutely no yeah but I, i I think the Saints will rebound and play well in this one. I expect them to beat the Panthers. They play well. I think the Panthers uh, are struggling right now, and they struggled on the road at Atlanta last week, put up only 10 points, and I think it'll be similar. So I'm going to say Saints 28 to 17. Mm -hmm. Um, And my MVP, um, I'm going to go with Mike Thomas. That's a good choice. huge, Huge game.
1: Dave, who you got? Uh, well, obviously, I'm going to pick the Panthers because there's no way the Saints can beat them three times in the <laughs> same season. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, and I obviously agree with everything Andrew said earlier. Um, uh, there's the, – the Saints on paper obviously should definitely win this game and they should win it, win it fairly easily. Um, you know, Cam Newton, uh, you know, I don't know what it is this – the, the Panthers in some games, they look great and they beat good teams in some games like last week against the Falcons. They, they, don't beat, look Minnesota, that
2: great. they beat Minnesota and New England.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but fortunately, you know, when they play the Saints, they don't look so great. Um, and like Andrew mentioned, you know, we've been outscoring them by about two to one the last two games of the season. So, um, I just, uh, I think the Saints are going to win this one pretty handily and uh a- Andrew talked about the crowd noise and you guys talked about it and being the latest game uh on Sunday so I think that uh definitely people I might have a couple of drinks or whatever <laughs> uh get myself a little loose. Um, Looped uh, loop,
0: loop, loop. up.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get lubed up. Uh so I I'd say uh I'm going to say Saints uh 35 Panthers. Uh, twenty one maybe. Uh, and uh I'll say the MVP. I'm gonna go with Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees is he, he realizes he's you know definitely getting older. This is uh a good opportunity. You know, it may not present itself again and he's gonna come out pumped up. I but he's probably in bed right now, sleeping. Making sure he gets a solid twelve hours,
0: a pillow of beefy Mac resting he's wake his head. Up.
1: Yeah, he's gonna wake up at five a.m. He's gonna go work out. He's gonna do everything. Uh, he's gonna stick to his routine. But no, I, I think uh, I'm gonna say Drew Brees. He's gonna put up uh, some crazy good numbers in the dome.
2: Yeah, um, man, I, I'm not as uh, as confident as uh, you guys. Oh boy. I just, man, Carolina.
0: You're going to pick the Panthers, aren't you?
2: No, I'm going to pick them to cover. But here's the thing. Greg Olsen, I know, Andrew, we were talking earlier today. You said he's got a broken foot and he's limping around. Dude, he is a Saints killer Hall of Fame first ballot guy. And he, the last six games against the Saints, he averages 80 yards and a score. Like, he kills the fucking Saints, and I just, I worry about that, and I don't think Carolina, I don't think they can play, they won't play as bad as they played against Atlanta, I think, and the Saints defense has a hard time starting well, so I just think the Saints will get off to a little bit of a slow start, and I think it's going to be really close, but I think the Saints will figure out a way to get it done in the end, but it's going to be very, very fucking tight, and... Uh, my MVP of the game is going to be Sheldon Rankins. I think he's going to have a really good game, and he's going to make the play that kind of seals it. And I'm going to say Saints 27 to uh, 24. And oh, by the way, fun fact on Carolina, their third leading receiver is still Calvin Benjamin. And they traded him in October, if you forgot. That's how shitty their wide receivers are. And, fun- <laughs> and Funchus is hurt. Olsen is hurt. Like, This game, to me, Carolina, if they don't start out fast, my 27-24 pick of the Saints is going to look horrible. Like, this game could get fucking ugly very quickly. But I'm going to still say Saints 27, uh, Carolina 24. Quick, before we get out of here, Dave, where do you think, since we all think the Saints are going to win, who do they play Week two, do you think they play? That you think they go to Minnesota or do they go to Philadelphia? Dave, are you muted? I think Dave muted himself. Andrew, answer, you answered the question. Do you think they go to Philadelphia or do they go to Minnesota?
0: Uh, I think the Rams will win, and they'll go to. Minnesota.
1: Can you hear me now? Yeah, I and, can.
0: and by then, I'm sorry, I, sorry, they go to Philly.
1: So Dave, where do you think the Saints go That's next? That's weird. Week? No, I, I I wasn't muted. I my thing came out of the jack <laughs> uh, on my phone. Um,
0: Your thing came uh, out. Yeah,
1: what? No, that uh, sounds what, dirty.
0: Yeah, it what, really what,
1: what Andrew said: the Rams uh, are gonna are gonna beat uh beat the Falcons. I think. I, and, and and Ralph, by the way, what you mentioned about you know getting off to a fast start. Uh, I forgot that I hadn't wanted to mention that. I I agree with you 1 million percent about that. I, you know, if the Saints get off to a fast start, I think Carolina's done. And uh, and I think that, you know, the, the fans stay interested in the game and they stay loud. And that allows the Saints to stay on top of them the whole game. Uh, but, yeah, if if Carolina gets off to the faster start or a quick start, takes the crowd out of it, uh uh, yeah, so, I, I just mean, think I, Cam, I think I think the start is is very very important. I just think game.
2: Cam Newton's not good. like if the Saints get up like fourteen to three or something like I just don't think like Andrew p- gave all those great statistics about Cam earlier. Like I don't think he's he's not good enough, and their receivers aren't good enough against the Saints secondary, which is their corners are really fucking good. Marcus Williams is really good. Like Carolina is not good enough to start throwing the ball all over the place and catch up. And that's like, so that's why the start for the Saints is good. I actually think Atlanta is going to look, Atlanta is going to play fucking great Saturday night, and people are going to be like, Atlanta's back. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're going to go. They're going to go to Philly and be a favorite and just Matt Ryan's going to shit the bed. The bad news for the Saints is that sends them to Minnesota. And we'll get into that hopefully next week, because hopefully the Saints will still be alive. But I think Minnesota's a terrible matchup, so I think the Saints will be going to Minnesota. Did you
0: have any uh, Saints Twitter questions? About? I did.
2: I, I, I fired them up. We had Brian's. We had uh, the one about Manti- Oh, we already did that? Yeah. manti Oh, That's right, that's
0: right, yeah.
2: So for Dave, for Andrew, until next week, the bar is closed.